get the mic. Honey, I've got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl Maj, and we are back with another episode of Ags Maj, the podcast, where I am spilling all the real tea. Y'all, I am so excited to be back, to be recording. We have so much to cover today. Um, but first, I have some really exciting news. Ask Maj Podcast has been nominated for the 2020 Podcast Awards, and I need your help to vote. Black women are severely underrepresented and negatively portrayed in the media, music, movies, and TV, and my goal is to help change that stigma. It is important to increase the representation of black women in media, to share more authentic stories, give voice to the voiceless, and shed light on underrepresented communities. Some of my favorite podcasts led by black influencers like The Read <laughs> have inspired me to be courageous and share my experiences as a black woman in media. I launched my podcast, Ask Maja Podcast, as an outlet to explore pop culture trends in music, movies, and TV that influence our relationships, lifestyles, and attitudes. As an advocate for black women, I am committed to sharing uplifting stories about black women entrepreneurs, executives, activists, and more who are change agents leading the way in their communities. It is my hope to inspire black women across the world to be strong, confident, and fearless. Help me share the true, authentic, and powerful stories of black women across the world through my podcast. Vote Ask Maj the Podcast for the 2020 Podcast Awards by registering at www.podcastawards.com and nominating Ask Maj the Podcast. Voting starts today and ends on the 31st. So you have a whole month. Let's get to it. Vote, 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 vote. I need your help to amplify this platform to increase representation of black women in this space and to share our stories. It is up to us to share our stories, to put these types of people, me, black led, black influences, black activists into these positions to amplify our voices and share our stories. So I'm just going to say thank you in advance so much for all of your support. And I promise I will continue to talk about this and ask for you to vote and ask for your support throughout the month of July. So yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And y'all will be hearing about this all over social media and all on this podcast until the end of July. So yes, moving on. Mosh moment of the day. I was talking to my VP. So background, I do comms. I'm a comms manager for Microsoft. And uh, part of my job is doing executive communication. So I do LinkedIn and social media and stuff like that for the vice president of my department. So he and I have a biweekly meeting um, just kind of to, to discuss, you know, what's top of mind for him you know, what he cares about, what he wants to talk about, you know, what are some trends that are happening in the business and, you know, with our competitors and so on and so forth. So I was giving him some or I was encouraging him or giving him some advice on a post that I felt he should do this week um, about a specific holiday or a specific trend that was happening. Um, I think this was last week, maybe. 
So I was telling him like, oh, you know, we should post about such and such and such and you should add your perspective and so on and so forth. And he kind of was like, well, why? And I was like, well, I mean, it's it's the holiday. Why not? And so he goes, well, Maja, you know, I appreciate, you know, you encouraging me on this and offering, you know, advice. He was like, but I don't want to post just to post. He said, I really want to be authentic. He said, I really want to think about what I post. He's like, and I really want it to have value. Like, I really want people to take away something from what I post. And he goes, I, I don't want to be politically correct. He's like, I'm not a politically correct guy. He was like, sometimes that comes off as, you know, that's what you're supposed to say. You know, that's what people are expecting you to say. He was like, but when I post, he was like, I really want it to be something of value, something that people can take away. And here's my thing. I, I was blown away, right? I was blown away. Be I, I think, first of all, I, I can appreciate his authenticity in that moment and, and just really telling me how he felt about that. And I was blown away because a lot of executives, especially in Fortune 500 companies, are not like that. You know, they kind of give, give you know, the job to whoever's under them or their managers or their comms people. And they're like, yeah, sure, post it. You know, they might add a little extra razzle-dazzle in there. But for him to say, you know, I don't want to be politically correct. I don't want to say, you know, the things that people think I'm supposed to say. You know, he's like, I want to be authentic. He, I want to be of value. And I was like, wow, absolutely. Absolutely, we can be completely authentic and completely, you know, about quality and, and value. And oh, I was just like, yes, I love my team. I love my department. I love my company. So shout out to my vice president. And he gave me the Maj moment for this week. Um, and that is aim. Don't aim to be politically correct. Aim to be authentic so shout out to my vp his name is barry so you know he listens to my podcast i think so shout out to barry for the maj moment of the week don't aim to be politically correct aim to be authentic um and and honestly i think you know when it comes to social media nowadays people can tell the the real from the fake so yes authenticity truth just like i talked about sharing stories about black women like truth authenticity that's what we need. Quality over quantity. Yes. Shout out to Barry for the match moment of the week. All right. So we got to get right into it because we have so much to cover. I'm so excited. I'm always excited recording. And I, I just hope that my energy is like radiating through this mic and that you on the other end can like feel this energy. Yes. Feel it. <laughs> okay. So. T.I. is reportedly teaching a course at Clark, at Clark Atlanta University. First of all, shout out to the HBCUs, but most of all, Aggie Pride. Shout out to my auntie people. Um, yes, T.I. is teaching a course at Clark Atlanta, and it's called The Business of Trap Music. Uh, the course will focus on the origin, culture, and the business behind trap music. thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I don't know. Every time I think of T.I., I just think of the word expeditiously. So yeah, I don't I don't know how I could use that in a sentence here, but just yes, expeditiously. That that's the tweet, expeditiously. Um, so I don't know that that should be interesting. Um, I wonder if people are gonna be you know psyched about taking a class that Ti is hoping to teach um, at Clark. So uh, we'll see. I mean, I, shout out to him for for giving back, for reaching back, especially to HBCUs. Um, that's amazing. I mean, hey, use your talent, and now you know he gets to add educator or professor to you know his resume. And you get to learn all of his big words because y'all know T.I. love a little bit, you know, a little word, little uh, S.A.T. word. So you get to learn. So when you do learn, let me know, uh, uh, you know, 
uh, help me with my vocabulary, okay? So shout out to T.I. Speaking of teaching, B. Simone. <laughs> Every time I hear her name, I'm just like, oh my gosh, what this girl done done now? Um, anyway, B. Simone is hosting a free webinar for young entrepreneurs so they won't make the same mistake she did. I mean, hey, thought it was interesting. The, web the webinar is supposed to cover uh, copyright infringement, finances, and laws. Okay, I mean, okay, it's free, you know. Uh, in the caption on IG, she wrote, I keep reminding myself that a delay is never a denial. How can I ask God to use me and expect him to only use me in the ways I want? How can I ask God to use me and get upset when I'm not being praised or on a pedestal? Sometimes when God uses us, we are embarrassed, we are humiliated, everything isn't always glitter and effing rainbows. Don't get frustrated with God. Instead, ask him to speak to and through you during your difficult times. God is using me daily and I am open to letting him and being a vessel. So, I mean, you know, your girl's B. Simone is trying. You know, one thing I can say that I respect is that, you know, okay, she's canceled. Cool. You know, if cancel culture, cancel her. Cool. Whatever. You know, um, but a lot of times when these things happen, you know, celebrities are just, you know, they just have this like, oh, let's just apologize. You know, we're in a PR crisis. Let's just apologize and, and move on. Um... And I think that's that's where people kind of realize that it lacks authenticity. Like, the question is, you know, were you apologizing because you got caught or are you apologizing because, you know, you, you're really sorry um, and you really mean it? So, I mean, you know, B. Simone obviously, you know, issued an apology or whatever. And whether you liked it or not, she did issue the apology. And now I feel like she's putting that into action. So regardless if, you know, you feel like she's still canceled or you're not, you're not a fan anymore, or you dislike her, okay, cool, everybody has the right to think that. But, you know, or feel that. But I do respect her for trying. You know, I, I do respect her for trying. You know, and I've seen all the jokes, all the 9 to 5 jokes asking if the webinar between 9 to 5. <laughs> and yes, they are funny. But, you know, I respect her for trying, you know. Like, even if, you know, she stays canceled. Like, a lot of celebrities don't do that. You know, it's just an apology they get ghosts for a little while and then you know a few months later a few weeks later after they feel like it's you know blown over they come back you know kind of back to regularly scheduled programs so I mean I don't know I whatever maybe she can redeem herself I don't know but shout out to you B Simone for I guess trying um so I was scrolling through Instagram and <laughs> Revolt posted this very vulgar bold post the post said, F you too, Eminem. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, from a company, I just was like, oh, my God, what is happening? Um, usually companies don't do that. You know, they might speak out against something or in disagreement with something or even lash back at somebody who, you know, is criticizing them. But that was different. <laughs> and I was like, who is their social media person? Like, who is on social media? And who approved this message? I mean, but I guess, you know, it's created by a black entrepreneur, you know, P. Diddy, so whatever, I, I guess it makes sense. But anyway, so I, I looked into it, um, and Eminem, uh, well, he didn't release it, but there was a leaked version uh, of his song, Bang. And in the in the song, I guess he disses Revolt. He, dis, he dissed Revolt or whatever. He said, shout, in, in the song, he said, shout out to Puffy Combs, but F Result, Result, Lord Jesus, but F Revolt. Uh, and so then Revolt responded, and mind you, this was a leaked song. He didn't put this out. It was leaked. Um, then Revolt responded with their their post, <laughs> F you too, Eminem. I said, oh. Uh, and then they also released a statement after that, and they said, why does Eminem, someone who is a guest in black culture, think he can talk down to Revolt? 
Revolt is a black media company owned by a black entrepreneur with the majority black team that is authentic and real about this. With the immediate need for Revolt to use our platform for the important issues regarding social justice, equality, and ensuring continuing to be the outlet across all platforms, we're doing important work. Eminem trying to come for us is an unneeded distraction. It is not okay. All right. Okay. First of all, they're absolutely right. I absolutely agree. Like, you know, leaked or not, Eminem, no, sir. No, ma'am, no, sir. No ham, no turkey, no bacon. Like, read the room. If there was ever a time, you know, I've said read the room, it is now. Uh, like, so appropriate. Read the room, Eminem. Like, absolutely not. Especially just with the state of our world right now, the state of our culture, like, just everything that's going on. Wrong answer to be trying to be dissing a black-owned, black-led, majority black company. Wrong idea. Um, so after that, Eminem responded, and he said, I agree with Revolt. This is an unnecessary distraction. I never meant for that voice to be heard. Uh, verse, excuse me, that verse to be heard. I was heated in the moment and thought better of it and decided to pull it back. Stuff that I never intended to release continues to leak from the huge we transfer hack. I don't have any issues with Revolt. I actually welcome the opportunity to work with them on some positive things and turn, turn this in a different direction. So, I mean, I, I don't know him. I don't know Eminem. I, but the apologies seem genuine. Like, uh, obviously, it's kind of like one of those things like, you know, you know, artists use music as their outlet, you know, to get rid of anxiety and stress and anger and frustration and obviously that's what he was doing and the song got leaked and i mean in, in his statement he said he didn't mean for that to get leaked so maybe he was gonna you know release a version of the song and take that part out who knows um but i was like dang yeah that that read the room honey read the room so i mean hopefully you know maybe revolt can re forgive eminem and maybe take him up on his offer to work with him so i don't know we'll see more on that story later yeezy hey honey he pop out every now and then um, you know, you may not come when you want him, but it'll be there right on time, I guess. So Kanye West announced a new partnership with Gap. Uh, it's a 10-year deal for the apparel line, Yeezy Gap. So, I mean, shout out to him. Uh, let's see how that goes. Not a huge fan of Kanye West's apparel. Um, very futuristic. Very futuristic. Gives me, you know, 30, 40, 50 years from now. Futuristic. So, not, not me, but, you know, shout out to those who wear it and... Uh, my brother's a huge Kanye West fan, so I, I see the apparel and all of the stuff firsthand, you know, as soon as it comes out. So I've seen the, the new slippers and yeah, not, not, not my, uh, not my ministry, but you know, shout out to Kanye West on his deal with Gap. Um, yeah, moving on. Black excellence. We like are seeing, there's a lot going on. I'm so excited. Even in the midst of everything that's happening, good things are happening as well. Um, oh, this was interesting. Despite major backlash around, uh, you know, colorism and the fact that the cat, his cast is light skin, is all light skin. Uh, Kenya Barris's Black AF on Netflix was renewed for another, uh, another season. So I thought that was interesting. I watched, well, I didn't watch it. Uh, I wasn't like really, really paying attention. I watched it. I kind of had it on like while I was working. So I wasn't like really, really paying attention. I, it's just not something I was interested in, like sitting down with like dinner and wine and watching it. Like just it, it didn't it didn't captivate me that much. Um, but I, I did speak about this on a, a, a previous episode about how the show got a lot of backlash because a lot of King or all most I'll say most um, most of his um, cast that uh in his productions in his sitcoms are all light-skinned 
Um, so there was this backlash, you know, just about, you know, colorism and, and Hollywood and in his shows and especially with him being a black man. And then he kind of lashed back to say, like, this is about my family and so on and so forth. And his family is all light skinned. So, you know, thought, thought it was interesting, just like I said, especially with the backlash and the fact that I, I mean, not that my opinion matters whether whether or not, <laughs> you know, that's him him having the season renewed is not dependent on my opinion. But I, I didn't know if it was it was that the ratings were that that good. So, I mean, I guess, you know, shout out to King of Eris. And I mean, he mentioned it like, yeah, despite he, he knows he got, you know, he he's very aware of the controversy that uh, came with the show. So, I mean, I, I know he's excited that even, dis, you know, despite every everything that people had to say and all the criticism, it got renewed. So, yeah, I guess shout-out to Kim Barris. Um, and my girl, Lena Waith. Okay, let me say something. Lena and I are friends, okay? She don't know it yet, and that's not the point. The point is manifestation and speaking things into existence, and we are friends, okay? Uh, <laughs> but, yes, her show on BET, 20s on BET, was renewed for a second season as well. So, shout-out to her. Shout-out to my friend who doesn't know it yet. That's not the point again. But shout-out to Lena Waith. Um... For her new show, and I don't know if you if you all remember, but I did a, a small little campaign um, around her show, 20s. Uh, the show is about uh, the, the main actor, um, Hattie, and she has two best friends, and she's trying to become a, a screenwriter, film producer. Um, and they're just all, like, in L.A., like, in Hollywood, you know, pursuing their dreams in their 20s. Um, and so I loved all of the promo around it. I loved when she did the uh, tour um of the premiere and just the marketing around it i just love it i love you know the idea behind it and just you know like being in your 20s because i can relate you know my friends can relate we're all in our 20s and we're all trying to figure it out figure life out and chase our dreams and date and all this other type of stuff so um i enjoy it i enjoy it um and shout out to lena waith um for the show and um her her getting it renewed and um, I just love Lena Waithe all around. Like she's she's a huge advocate just for everything that she believes in, and she has really you know shaken the table since she's been in Hollywood. And she put so many people on. You know she seems like she's a great mentor and activist and rebel and strong black woman. I I just love it. I absolutely love it. So shout out to my friend Lena Waithe. <laughs> um, speaking of the big screen, speaking of TV, um, a couple of actors have. A couple of white actors who play black roles have come out, who play the voice of black roles have come out and, you know, said that they're stepping down. This is weird to me. Uh, let's let's get into the details first. So, uh, Jenny Slate, she's an actress. Uh, she is the voice of Missy, who is a biracial character on uh, Big Mouth on Netflix. The show is on Netflix. Uh, she, she revealed that she's leaving Netflix or leaving the show um, because she believes that black actors should be played by black actors um mike henry who plays the voice of cleveland on family guy uh he's been playing this for for over 20 years um jenny slate the girl who plays the actor who plays um missy she i think it was about three seasons that she played missy um but yes mike henry kind of follows who did the same thing uh he stepped down from the role as cleveland after 20 years okay um uh, and, you know, he said the same thing, you know, he feels black people should be played by black people. People are still, you know, using this whole people of color thing. I I'm not using that. Black people. Black people. Uh, so in their captions, they actually use people of color, but I'm saying black people. Um, and then the Simpsons, Simpsons producers also announced that uh, they will no longer have white actors for black people either. Um, okay, so when I think about this, two things come to mind. 
number one, y'all act like racism just, like, this is a new thing. Like, y'all act like, you know, everything that's been going on, this war against black people and oppression and all this other type of stuff is new. This ain't new. And y'all need to stop acting like it's new. It's been going on for forever. So the fact that you played this man, this black man, and you white for 20 years, and now you want to step down from the road after 20 years? I'm sorry, that do, that doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't. I mean, when I think about it, I'm like, okay, cute. And secondly, why y'all playing black roles anyway? You know, it goes back to, like, when I was talking about, you know, you know, putting black women in these media spaces, in these podcast spaces, um, you know, to tell our stories. Y'all can't tell our stories. And if you want true, authentic, and engaging content, the people who know the stories, who've been there, who experiences, who, excuse me, who have experienced the stories you're telling need to tell the stories. So uh, who approved that anyway? And I, I don't know. I don't know if that people knew that these were, these white people were playing black roles. I, I don't know. Weird, whatever. I think it's cute, but you know, if there was ever a, a more, you know, appropriate time to say performance of action, it's now. Cause whatever, like cute like that's all i can say it's cute like i guess it's a great move you know i can't down that but okay y'all like sure i guess <laughs> okay and you know i can understand um jenny slate you know playing missy she was a biracial character i guess i, I believe her her mom was white i can't remember but she was a biracial character i mean so i guess i understand her the white you know white actor playing her but in the show she looks black she looks like a black girl so uh, whatever, uh, that's just weird to me. I, I I've never watched the show, so I don't know. But you know, if y'all are trying to portray you know black people experiences and y'all got white people playing that roles, or whatever. And I mean, I guess it speaks to the whole production team too, because you know, the scriptwriters come into play, the producers, you know, the creative directors, all of those people come into play as well. So I'm just like, what? Whose idea was this? <laughs> I guess. Anyway, moving on. When I say it's been so much new music, I'm overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Okay, let's just go down the list. And I'm a uh, disclaimer. I have not listened to everything. Um, I haven't had the chance to because it's like when I say y'all been dropping, and I love it. I love it. But I can't even. I can't even get. I I haven't even fully digested Tiana's album. Like I love it, but I, I need to learn the words. <laughs> I need to learn the words to a couple of songs. The only only words I know are "Bear with me" and "Wake up, love." These sheets won't comfort me. Like I. I, I, I need to learn the words, and, you know, it, it's hard for me. But anyway, so, yes, Megan just dropped Girls in the Hood. Um, Shout out to her. So, I did listen to that. Let me say this. When I say Megan is a different breed, like, I, she has completely switched the status quo when it comes to the double standard between women and men in relationships and sex and dating and, honey, I she is the man in, in, in the relationship, the situationship. She is the controller. Uh, wow. Just wow. Salute. Sal, 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 salute. Salute. I can't talk. Salute. Salute. Okay. Salute to Megan. <laughs> salute to Megan. Okay. For putting us on top uh, and making us competitors, I guess. I feel like, you know, we can compete to an extent. Like, we ain't got to take this. Okay. We don't have to take this. <laughs> So, I, child, them lines, I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. This is, I love Megan's audacity. Like, the audacity sends me, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And we'll talk about her a little bit later, too. Uh, Wale just dropped his new EP, The Imperfect Storm. Actually, I think I'm a little bit late on that. But, again, I, it's, everything is just so overwhelming with new music. Like, I got, I, uh, I, I can't, like, I can't, like, I it's so much. And then, like, during the day when I'm working, you know, I, I'm listening to jazz music. I can't listen to, you know, Girls in the Hood, you know, while I'm working. It, it, it just doesn't work. But anyway, I, I'm getting to it. So I'll have reviews later. But just letting y'all know, 
Um, so yes, Wale just dropped his new EP. Like I said, I'm a little late on that, called The Imperfect Storm. Uh, August Alcino made a comeback. I am happy for him. He's been really laying low. I know he was having some um, health issues. So to see him kind of emerging is, is exciting. Um, his new album called The Product 3 State of Emergency. And Emerge is capitalized. I guess that's em emphasis on he's emerging. Um, Black's new EP, Six Piece Hot. Like Again, I haven't gotten into that. I need to listen to that. Oh, my God. I was scrolling through Twitter, Twitter and I saw this funny tweet, and I related to it so much. It is so hard for me to, to, see, to, to see his name written down and think of it as black. Like, I literally see six lakh. Like, I can't unread that. I can't unsee that. Like, every time I see his name, I'm like, it's not black. I don't want to say black. It's six lakh. Like, just weird. Whatever. And I, I, I'm, I'm so happy that the girl posted the tweet because I'm like, I, I thought I was crazy. I'm not the only one. Like, six lakh. So, six lakh's new EP, six piece hot. And this summer just announced the release of her new EP. I'm so excited. When I say this new music, I'm just, I'm loving it. Like, I needed... This is keeping me afloat during this quarantine, all the new music, even though I haven't gotten to everything. But yeah, Summer just uh, Summer Walker announced the release of her new EP, Life on Earth. It's supposed to come out July 10th, which is the Friday. So I'm so excited. So we got two weeks for that. Something to look forward to. Um, and speaking of uh, music, sad news, rapper Huey, um, and you all might know him from the Pop, Lock, and Drop It song. He was shot and killed um in a shooting in st louis missouri so uh condolences to his family um and literally it brought so many memories back of like the pop lock and drop a dance like as soon as the world opens back up like i need a tribute and i need all of my ladies we to pop lock and drop it in sync like we need to do this together in honor of huey because if you didn't pop lock and drop it what what were you doing like what were you doing like Pop, lock, and drop it, drop it invented knees, right? Invented the knee, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. The knee trend, I guess, I don't know. And then Megan just ran with it, whatever. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. So I, don't at me. <laughs> but yes, condolences to his family. Um, and shout out to a song that brings back, to, brings back so many memories. All right. So to end the show, I just want to give my... Um, opinion and some of my favorite moments from the BET Awards. I hope y'all tuned in. I, I loved it. I loved it. So a few a few things. Let's go down the list. I got I got my um I got my faves. All right. So a shout out to Keyjohn Bryant, twelve year old Keyjohn Bryant. I don't know if you all remember, but shortly after the death of George Floyd, uh, his his song he was he was in a video on Instagram and it went viral and he was singing uh, a song called I Wanna Live. He was signed to Warner Records after that, after his video went viral. Um, and then he, his video was played at the BET Awards kind of to, to open it a little bit. So I was so excited. So shout out to him. And I, I believe he's only 12. Just like, wow. And he was uh, signed to Warner Records. So Black Boy Joey all over. Like, so here for it. I love it. Um, and when he first did the song, like, I just, oh, I teared up. So I'm excited to see what else he has next. And shout out to BET for bringing him on. Um, Amanda Seals. Okay, so I thought she did okay. I thought she did okay. It, it, it was okay. I didn't think it was amazing, and I didn't think it was bad. Um, however, I am going to say that I, I believe it was probably awkward for her because can you, can you imagine, like, hosting a show like this and there's no audience? Like, can you imagine, you know, like, trying to make a joke and, like, there's nobody, nobody there to laugh? Like, I know that's awkward. Like, that's how I feel about Instagram Live. I hate it. I hate Instagram Live. I hate being on Instagram Live by myself because I feel like I'm talking to a screen. Like, 
awkward. It's so awkward. Like I thrive in, you know, in in-person environments. Like I need human interaction. Um, I need energy. I need facial expressions and, and all of that good stuff. So, I mean, I'm going to give her a pass on that one. I know that had to be awkward for her. Um, I mean, but shout out to her for being courageous um, and brave enough to take on this role. Uh, my favorite part, <laughs> my favorite moment of her hosting was when she did the Karen support group. That was so funny. So funny. I thought that was kind of cute. Um, moving on. So, Marseille, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Marseille Martin. First of all, she's 15. She's a young actor. And I guess she got a lot of backlash for the wig she had on. Um, I guess a lot of people didn't like it. Uh, I, I, I mean, if I, if I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I feel like I can be honest. I didn't like the wig. I didn't like the wig. I thought it was grandma, you know, and I, I, I didn't like the wig at all. I, 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 you know, and it's not saying, oh, she looked grown or anything like that. I just thought it looked old. Like, that looks like an old lady wig. Like, that's just how I felt. Whatever. Um, but anyway, so she came on, she said, uh, sorry, some of y'all don't like my hair or my teeth, which are my actual teeth, by the way. I didn't, I didn't even notice the teeth part, but okay. She said, good thing I don't put effort into trying to please everyone. I like it. Chow, I'm 16 this year. Let me live. I'm trying to stay sane in quarantine. And, uh, she said, I'm trying to stay sane in quarantine. Enjoy the BET Awards. And so I guess, you know, she said that and people kept talking. Um, <laughs> people kept talking. So then she released this video where she was like fake crying and then she like blew her nose with a $100 bill, I think it was. I'm like, okay, girl, you got it. You know, okay, y'all stop talking about her wig, including me. <laughs> so then moving on, favorite performances. Again, Megan Thee Stallion. And shout out to her for winning Best Female Hip Hop Artist. She did that, honey. Somebody said on Twitter that they upped that budget for her performance. Yeah, that little death performance was cute. That won't know uh, green screen, I tell you that much. That was not no backdrop. They had... Let me say, tell you, Megan had that team in the desert, okay? She performed a Savage Remix, and she started with uh, her new single, Girls in the Hood. And let me tell you something. Beyonce, I'm real mad. I'm real mad because you could have got your little bougie self up and went on to the desert and performed. And when I say, oh, my God, if B would have popped up popped up, and they ran that joint back and B was like, hips tick tock when I dance, oh, my God, I would have been on the flow. On the flow, she did that. She did that. That would have been perfect. But I mean, y'all know how Beyonce is when it comes to BET. Child. She don't like BET. I, I don't know what it is, but it would have been amazing. She did amazing with with uh by herself, but it would have been even more amazing uh, if Beyonce showed up to the desert, honey. Next, speaking of Beyonce, honey, that Chloe and Holly, they something else. They performed "Forgive Me" and "Do It" um on a tennis court, and it, and, and I, I, they did an interview a while back. Um. And they were talking about how they use their tennis court for performances, you know, during this time. When I say slayed, killed, uh, fried, died, laid to the side, oh my God, fave, fave, right, right. Between Megan and between Megan and Chloe and Holly, I, I, I couldn't choose. They killed, child. And they, when I say they are a perfect match, like, I mean, it's, it seems like they're like, you know, um, I wouldn't say complete opposites, but they, they match each other well. Like they're different but similar in their own ways. Different in their own way, excuse me, but but also similar. Um, and they just match. Like, they complement each other so well. And, again, I, I, I told y'all this before. I stand Chloe and Holly. They're so tasteful. Um, and they have, like, that, that little bit of sexy, but it's still classy. And I'm just like, oh, my God, y'all are just killing it. And I feel like these performances are nothing but practice for them. I mean, it just they just get they just get better and better and better and better and better. Um, so, yes, and, again, speaking of Beyonce, I could talk about her all day. Um... She uh, was the recipient of the Humanitarian Award. First of all, let me say yes for Michelle Obama presenting the award to her. Um, I, I just wow. Like, wow, 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 wow. And then during during the speech when she's introducing Beyonce, she said something, something, my girl. 
I'm like, come on, you better introduce B as your girl. Yes, that's she my girl too, okay? Like, Michelle and Beyonce are, are friends. Like, that, that was like sis. Like, we're friends. Like, we're cool. Like, you're my sis. Oh, oh my God. And then, of course, Beyonce did this cute little scripted uh, video speech. I loved it. You know, but, you know, Beyonce always got to have her little script, honey. She be super prepared. Um, but she looked amazing. Oh, just flawless. Like, how do you look that good? How? Oh, she looked amazing. And, of course, we would have loved a little performance, but, you know, we, we know that wasn't happening. You know, I don't know what, what B got against BET, but whatever. Uh, and then, you know, at the end, of course, you know, she had to do a little promotion. She revealed the trailer for her new film, Black is King, coming out on Friday, this Friday, um, on Disney+. Plus. Um, and then she also posted it on her IG. Um, and this is, this is a part of the caption. She said, Black is King is a labor of love. It is my passion project that I have been filming, researching, and editing day, in, day and night for the past year. I've given it my all, and now it's yours. So, super freaking excited. So, those are some of my fave moments. And if I could give my review on the overall BET Awards um, this year, I thought, it was, I thought it was really good. Like, I thought they did really, really, really good. Um, and I loved how you know they really celebrated 40 years like the 40 year anniversary i think they they did a really good job you know shedding light on the fact that you know uh this is the 40 year anniversary i thought that was really good um and considering it was a virtual show uh obviously you know the performances had to be a bit creative because these were these performances were at you know their house their homes you know in their homes um or where wherever you know so they had to get creative so i thought that was interesting like that was awesome like the production was awesome like I loved Masego's performance scene you know how he set up shop in his house like I think that really just spoke to their creativity just as artists and you know on the BET side as you know uh producers and creative directors and so on and so forth um so I I think they did a really 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 good job and of course it ended on time this time you know BET never the BET awards never end on time when it's in person um so they ended on time, and like I said, it was extremely creative. Um, I would say that it was it was a little sad, like it was a little sad, and I and I get it. You know, we want to honor the things that are are happening in our world, but it's just like, can we be more uplifting and more celebratory of of what's happening? You know, good news and good things, and you know, honoring these people in a in a happy way. It just was like so many sad parts. It's like, oh my god, like you know, in in the beginning, Amanda talked about you know. Uh, she said some long lines of like, we're here to take a break. I'm like, this ain't no break. You know, this, this is not a break. This is just a reminder, you know, and it makes me sad all over again. <laughs> um, but yes. Oh, another thing I, this really took away from the virtual, the virtual experience took away from honey is the messiness of the cameraman. Like when, when they had the in, the in-person, you know, award shows, like the cameraman always put the camera on celebrities faces and they have the funniest, messiest, shadiest facial expressions. Um, and I really miss that, like that, that, that human interaction and like being in person, you know, well, I, I'm not in person. My, my experience is virtual every year, but the people who are in person, I get to see them interacting in person is always <laughs> a really funny experience. So I do miss that. And of course the red carpet, you know, just seeing all the celebrities, you know, show up on the red carpet and hug each other. Like, I really feel like it's like this big black family, family reunion. Again, it's virtual. It's a virtual family reunion for me. And for the other poor folk, folk who ain't been to the BET Awards, but, you know, for them, and I mean, seeing it, it's still an experience. Like, it's just, it's just this coming together of, you know, black excellence and black people and 
black culture and all of that stuff. So it really, I really feel like, you know, it really is a break, you know, it really is a break from everything that's going on in the world to like celebrate us. Um, so yes, I, I need that messiness. Like I need that shadiness. Um, so I, I saw a lot of people kind of saying whether or not they would want the BET Awards to continue with the virtual award show. I'm going to say no. I think I do. I wish they could keep up the creativity of it, you know, of how, how they performed and how they got creative with, you know, the performances and the productions and stuff like that. But mm, I don't think I want the BET Awards to stay to stay or remain as a virtual show. I, I think I like the, the in-person in person show but again like i said i thrive in 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 person you know interactions in person environments like that's what i like to see this this virtual stuff is cool and creative but honey take me back to human interaction okay i need human interaction but yes okay so that's it for today i'm so sad but i hope we covered everything i think we covered everything i have so much to talk about for this episode i'm so excited i got to, i got to talk about everything i, I think <laughs> but anyway that's y'all's dose of mash for today and i will catch y'all on the next episode thank you so much for listening oh and vote let me get the mic honey i got something to uh, say uh, hey, ooh, i like that can uh, you that up for uh, me No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj.